Hey, security peeps. Another episode of Breaking into Cybersecurity. I am Renee Brown Small, and I'm here with Tyrone Guyton. Say hi, Tyrone. Hey, hey, how are you? How's everybody doing? Yes. So I am excited to jump in with you because I've been interacting with you for probably over a year now. Mm-hmm. Um, and you broke into the industry right about, you're about at the year and a half mark. Correct. So I absolutely want you to share with the viewers, tell them all about how you got into this industry, talk about your your background in the military, talk about the journalism. I mean, I want to hear because it's such a fascinating story. Definitely share with everyone how you broke into cybersecurity. Okay, fantastic. I'll just go back uh, to um, college. Um, I didn't finish school initially, went into the military. I wanted to, I went to the Air Force. I wanted to be a computer operator. Uh, I tested um, and I did well. So I was a computer operator um, in the military when they were, when we, when they were using the big IBM mainframe computers with the tape drives and six tapes and all that. So I did that. When I got out, I actually worked in the, at a data processing center for a bank for um, about a year. But then, you know, I got an inkling. I wanted to do something else. And um, I, I decided I wanted to go into journalism because I wanted to be a catalyst for reporting um, positive stories, worthwhile stories, stories that don't get told in, in our community. So I actually pursued that um, and I did journalism for um, a number of years. And then I got another I got another itch. Uh, I wanted to do because of the engaging I, I had with, with young people. I, I decided to go into education. So there was a calling to go into education. So I ended up uh, switching gears and pursuing an educational career and ended up, I taught fifth grade after doing a number of classes and going to grad school to, for curriculum instruction. So I did that, taught in, uh, taught in the area here in the Maryland area for a year. And, and, but you know, education is very challenging in terms of credentials and in terms of the environment. So um, I, had to, I had to step back and I, and I looked at it, I said, what is it I like to do? And I realized I was always in uh, including technology into the classroom um, in terms of explaining math, in terms of uh, geography. I, w- I would get um, pretty technical um, and make it fun, you know, introducing uh, a lot of different things for the children to keep their, keep their engagement. Um, so I got out, the, um, I left teaching and, and, and it was an opportunity. I found out about an opportunity for veterans that uh, under the Obama administration, they paid for veterans who wanted to go back to school uh, ages 35 to 60 uh, and train in an area um, that was um, a high demand and a high demand area. And, so I, and of course, I knew a little bit about cybersecurity and, and, and I was fortunate that I don't live far from the community college, Nova, uh, community college of Woodbridge. I pursued that, I did that. And um, uh, so here we are, you know, two, I got a so, uh, dual associates in IT and cyber. Mm-hmm. And, and, but the only thing I, I did that I probably, you know, I, I didn't go and get my certification immediately. So that took a little bit, but I did do that. And once I got my certificate, my first level certification, uh, it was, you know, here I am. Wow. Wow. It's such a good story to tell folks because, you know, having that background, you probably, I mean, there's so many pieces to your puzzle that makes me want to ask a bunch of questions. The first thing that popped into my mind was, how is Tyrone as a fifth grade teacher? (laughs) How are you interacting with those 10 year olds? Uh, (laughs) It was was a great experience. Uh, I think one of the, the the key for teachers, I think is that no matter what the environment, even if you're doing tech, even if you're in middle school, whether you're in high school, whether even, uh, and it doesn't matter what you're teaching, command the environment. 
um, have, be, um, be disciplined, be direct, be firm, be engaging. Mm -hmm. So, you know, it's not, you know, of course I'm a military background, but of course, you know, you know trying to put that military persona for 10 year olds is not gonna work, but you have to be engaging, but you have to command the atmosphere, let everybody know that I'm the alpha dog in the classroom. This is the way it's gonna go. We're gonna take care of business. We're gonna have fun, but there are rules and we're gonna abide by them. So, you know, so that's how I, I do it, you know, with, with, with you know, youngsters. That is so funny. Now, what um, you've had like numerous careers. So you've had, you're in the military, then you came out of the military, did journalism, then you went back to school, you got the teaching, you um, went and taught in elementary school. And then from there moved into, um, what'd you say next? It was tech. Well, journalism, elementary, Journal and then into uh, to school and, for cybersecurity. And then into school for cyber, and here you are now in the cybersecurity space. So talk to me about some of the transferable skills, because I know you must have taken so many, all your different experiences, and that led to you being successful in the role you have now as a security analyst. So uh, what, what are some of the keys? Well, first of all, from journalism, you know, I learned how to write. Coming out of high school, I, I was not a good writer. And um, I'm talking about, you know, sentence fragments, subject verb agreements, run on sentences. You know, I was I was that that kid that didn't write and thought I could. Uh, journalism taught me how to write. And that's transferable in terms of when writing up reports uh, for upper level management um, as a cybersecurity analyst and, and responding to incidents. We have to uh, quite often write incident reports and and and, you, and considering how many incident reports uh, your cert gets, it's it, you have to be detailed. You have to make sure all the facts are there and just get right to the point. So the journalism, you know, the journalism and the writing really uh, did did uh, I mean, great service in terms of uh, transferring that skill to the business, mm -hmm. uh, the writing part of it. Um, so that's one. As far as education, I'm a lifelong learner, but you know, you don't have to be a teacher. Uh, to have the aspiration to continue to learn. So I taught, you know, I did a lot of teaching when I studied for my cybersecurity. Uh, I, I use a lot of different resources that are available out there. And um, and, and I, I was studying with three books. And, you know, I think one of the, one of the keys is when you're studying for uh, any kind of certification exam, is just being able to take those objectives, lay them out, and be able to say something a little bit uh, about what they are. You know, just give the basics. One, two, three, this is the this is the what, this is the where, this is the, the how. And if you can't do that, then, you know, use the different resources that you have to uh, um, to be able to uh, un learn those concepts. Mm -hmm. So learning how to learn is a big one. It is. For sure. It is. Because as you're aware, you know better than me that there's something going on in security every single day. Absolutely. Absolutely. And there's, and for the, uh, for the aspiring folks out there that are that want to get into cybersecurity. I think one of the, you know, I, I remember I, I approached you about doing wanting to be on a panel. Um, mm -hmm. I found even before I got my first position that getting that first level, entry level job in cybersecurity, no matter what space, and you know, cybersecurity is just a buzzword for so many different areas, you know. So, you know, mal, uh, malware investigations, forensic incident response, uh, you name it, there's just a plethora, I mean, risk and, uh, risk and compliance. Wow. Um, so it's it's very in, important that you, uh, you number one know what which direction that you want to go, and and don't get discouraged when you you know you put out all these resumes and all these applications and you're not getting any hits. Um, I probably put out over 200 resumes before um, anything really transpired. So that's number one. Don't get discouraged. Number one and number two. Um, oh, uh, be involved in something in, in, in cybersecurity arenas outside. 
Um, I joined several organizations. Um, I attended, um, I would go to these seminars. If there was a seminar or a meetup that had something to do with cybersecurity and I was free, I'd go. Um, mm-hmm. So I was able to, to network um, and, and, and networking is, is, goes beyond just getting somebody's card and saying thank you. Networking is, you know, following up with the individuals. If you have a question, it may not be a job related. You have a question that they that that they talked about a subject matter that you don't quite understand. It's okay to to email them and say, hey, um, you you talked about DevOps development. I mean, so what is it that you're saying? Because at the seminar, you know, it was kind of high level, and I'm just I'm kind of interested. But you know, mm-hmm. give me some direction. So you have to be engaging, and and that's all just a part of re- using a resource, using a network to uh to learn and you got to continue doing that yeah i mean that's such valid points for folks one of the things a couple of things you just said is something that comes up so often so we've heard numerous times that people apply 100 200 times and i think our very first guest talked about applying 250 times or you know putting in 250 applications and people were i think there were i think there were two two trains of thought. One one of the groups of people were like, oh my goodness, I can't believe it takes that much effort to get that first break. Mm-hmm. And secondly, other people were like, oh, okay, they felt relieved because they were doing it too. And they might not have gotten to the point where he was. And mm-hmm. so it's like, I finally broke in. Oh, this is something I can look forward to because he had to go through it, go through it as well, you know? Mm-hmm. So it's definitely, you know, everyone collectively says, don't give up. If it's something that you want, you go after it, you keep going and going and going. So that's one piece piece of it. Secondly, another thing that you added in that is so very important, and I think we drill this in probably every single time we have this webinar, is we talk about the networking aspect. You know, Mm -hmm. making sure you're at the meetups, making sure you're at the seminars, letting people, making people aware that you are interested, that you're engaged, that you want into the industry, because we all know that the vast majority of roles come through networks. And so, yes, you could be in a pile of 200 or 1,000 resumes that come in, or you could be, oh, I remember that guy Tyrone from the meetup, and he was so engaged, and I want to meet with him. I want to, I want to interview him. Um, and so that is definitely another thing that we hear all the time. And I'm glad that you touched on it because it is so, so, so very important for people to be deeply engaged in this industry. Um, everyone talks about how everyone will help you. People are so excited about folks that are transitioning, bringing different skill sets to the table and coming in. Um, so by you letting them know once again, that this is something that needs to be done and this is something that was successful for you, that is also a plus for the folks out there who are looking to break in. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, and, and the people that you that you approach for information, you know, that if you have a network of 25 people, it's very likely, you know, 10 of them because of their duties and responsibilities are very going to be busy. So, you know, you can't discourage, be discouraged if you, you know, email them and ask them questions, they don't get back to you. You know, you really don't know what's on your plate, but that's why you use your network, you know, and you just keep using it. Um, and I've, you know, the other thing I, I want to say is being able to do the educational piece, preparing. I'm not a techie. I, I was not really tech, very technical. I knew the basic stuff, you know, of how to take an Excel, you know, navigate an Excel spreadsheet and use some of the bells and whistles. And even still, I don't know how to do everything. Um, and I introduced that in my teaching uh, for my classroom. But uh, with, with cyber and coding and learning how to navigate tools, 
those those are um, you know and understanding how you apply some of the theory uh, to to the job that you want to go into. Resources like Cyberary uh, is fascinating, fascinating. Anybody that's not on Cyberary needs really to get on it because uh, I mean that's just one. There's one of many, but you know because of the hands-on component, learning how to do things uh, and walk you through as a uh, once you understand uh, once you learn the concept or once you can articulate the concept, then what does that really mean hands-on? Um, a, a resource like Cyberary, and this is a, there's a ton of others out there that uh, will allow you to actually kind of see what, what we're talking about when you, when you, when you talk about the Cyberary kill chain, you know, well, what step, what, what, how does that apply when I'm responding to a phishing attack um, at, you know, um, at one of the users on this particular network? You know, what does that mean? So, you know, it's it's ongoing. And if you don't love what you do, you know, well, first of all, I'll say you've got to love and, and, and enjoy doing this. That's that's how, that's how I put it. Yeah. No, you're right. And, and, and that's what one of the things that keeps coming up all the time with leaders when they're hiring people. They look for people who, this is not a nine to five job. They tell you point blank. They want to know what you're doing outside. <clears throat> well, when you're already, when you're in the industry, how do you stay abreast? And if Chris was here today, that's his major question. Like, how do you stay abreast of what's going on in the industry? Um, and managers want to know that. Leaders want to know that when they hire you, that you're not just, you know, you check out at 5 o'clock and you go home. Like, that's not the way cybersecurity works. There's something going on all the time, 24-7, all, all day, all night. So keeping abreast, being, you know, learning how to learn, being able to really sit down, understand the space, um, and just be a continuous learner, like you said, you're a continuous learner, so it's easy for you. Um, but just reiterating that really is helpful to people. Oh, absolutely, sure. absolutely. Um, I mean, if you just even if you Google online um, on online websites that cover cybersecurity, there is just a ton of them. Mm -hmm. um, I did a uh, one of the things I'm involved with in terms of giving back, uh, even though I graduated from Nova. Uh, one of the professors still is engaged with students who are current students, and his he wanted to make sure that that they get the hands-on, you know, behind the classroom. So when we get together on Saturdays and 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 give uh, the students practice time to prepare for the many uh, different um, collegiate competitions, you know, NCL and uh, um, NC, uh, NCDC, the uh, VMI, uh, Virginia Military Institute. They have one cyber range, I believe. Uh, mm -hmm. So we just got try to give them um, a chance to uh, to to practice. Um, so, you know, though, that's, that's very important. And, mm -hmm. um, and, and, you know, just taking the time, you know, I mean, I'm a big sports fan and, and, and Lord knows, you know, I can sit and, you know, and stay at sit in front of games, my NFL games, my baseball games. But, you know, when, when I was studying for my cert, I, you know, that something has to be put aside because, you know, unfortunately I'm not on the football field, so I'm not making no money to, to pay the mortgage, right? So uh, I had to put that, uh, put those things down and then and, and, and begin to prepare and read and, you know, schedule my time so that I, you know, that that um, I'm, I'm, I'm first. When I go into an interview and somebody asks me, you know, some of the commands that I might use and, you know, I'm able to articulate that and to articulate that very clearly. Right. So, yeah. And you wrote up Cybrary, which is another resource that I tell people, you know, it's one of my favorite favorite ones because there's so much free information. And then there's the paid aspect as well. And they have mentorship and they have all these various things. Um, and so I just want to reiterate that again, that, you know, Cybrary and then, like you said, just Googling online 
cybersecurity conferences, cybersecurity courses, cybersecurity, whatever, you're going to get YouTube videos. You're going to get, you know, so much information, so much vast information. And Mm -hmm. there were two things that you said earlier that I want to touch on. One of the things that you said was knowing where to go in security. And as a newbie, you hear cybersecurity, you don't know what's what. I remember being a newbie, you know, SOC analyst and going in there. And my leader at the time said, you have to figure out what domain you want to be, you know, like what what interests you. And so I don't know, just cybersecurity, right? <laughs> like, yeah, I don't know what interests me. And so one of the exercises that he had us do is he had us take the um, CISSP book and look through the domains. And he mm-hmm. said, you know, after you look through these domains, like which ones resonate with you? Which ones at a high level, you know, do you see yourself kind of connecting with? And um, for me, I can't remember what domain it was, but I ended up, I really enjoyed Insider Threat. And mm-hmm. the reason why that was really fascinating for me is because I come from an HR background. So bringing the human element and seeing like people inside your organization are, uh, are, are, make you vulnerable or even more vulnerable because almost every single breach that's out there has had some insider threat component. And we Absolutely. all heard the Capital One breach, you mm-hmm. know, insider threat. And so it's it's literally usually either an insider or some a, a, an actual employee or some kind of opening that people have is a, very seldom that it's someone completely on the outside that can break into your system. Um, so figuring out how to get that, figuring out how to um, pick which which area you like, you know, what would you recommend that a person does? Like that was one thing that, that was one way that he said, you know, figure out which one of these you want to go deeper into. Um, from your perspective, what would you, what, what kind of advice would you give if, if a person's like, I don't know what I want to do? Well, you know, that was me. And I, I still, to, to a degree, I have a, high degree of interest in a couple of areas. Uh, but for the, asp- uh, the aspirant, it's, I think it's just important to, to really get the foundations. Um, some may have an idea, some may not like they already know, you know, I wanna code, I wanna be able to code. So it's a matter of, you know, learning, you know, learning the languages uh, that are out there, you know, Python obviously is, is a given uh, for, for many because of the different, because of its ease of access, uh, its ease as interfaces with various platforms, but there's others. So, you know, you might have an idea, but if you don't, you have to be open. And as you read, as you use the resources, even as you're studying, you will probably get an inkling of, you know what, this is going to be interesting. Like, as you said, as you open up domains, you, uh, you know, insider threat was uh, something very interesting to you. So, you know, there's, I don't believe there's no uh, one formula that's going to fit. You just have to be open and in an area where you have a lot of questions. Mm-hmm. Um, why did this happen? How did this happen? Mm-hmm. If you have a lot of questions in those particular areas and you and you have no problem investigating and looking into and finding out more information, that might give you some indication is of an avenue that you might want to pursue. Because since you enjoy it and since you know you're always gonna come up with these questions and wonder why then, you know, you're going to be curious about it. So nobody is telling you to go find the answer. You're doing it on your own. So that might be the area of interest that you might want to pursue. Yeah. See, the teacher tells us how to get it done. <laughs> so Tyrone, I we're at, um, we're a little bit short on time today. 
Um, but this has been amazing learning and hearing from you as to you know how you work into the industry, what you had to do in this DC metro area to get in. Um, that you're in your role now for a year and a half and doing extremely well. And um, is there anything, any final words that you want to, you would want to give to aspiring folks looking to break in? Um, I, I will also say, you know, everything we talked about and I didn't touch on and I mentioned it, but use your network. Uh, when uh, my first uh, my first position, I actually after I did my security plus, and I was putting out my resumes. Um, it just so happened that I had three offers on the table at, uh, within a week and a half. And the offer that I actually accepted was be, was from a gentleman who um, who was in one position at one time, and we just stayed in touch. You know, we just stayed in touch off and on. You know, every other month or so, and and I I saw him at, at some of the events, and we stayed in touch. And then he got a position with another company uh, where he was a more uh, at a higher level, and because of the relationship that was established, you know, he he actually gave me an opportunity. You know, and one of the things he asked me, he said he said, look. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm taking a chance because I came into the business with, just with a certification, education, no experience. Okay, we can talk right. a lot about that. But using your network and because of the relationship, the real relationship, because we talk not just cyber and industry, you know, you know, your kids, you know, you know his, his son plays football, you know, I'd ask him about his son, you know, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And, 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 and use your network, be personable. Right. Um, because those go a long way. They really yeah. do. And it served up, it, it was an advantageous in this particular situation for me getting my first my first position. Awesome. Awesome. Very cool. Well, Tyrone, thank you so much for being our guest today on Breaking Into Cyber. I know we'll have you back. We're coming up on a year doing this. Which is wow. Doing a fantastic job, you and Chris. <laughs> thank you so much. Absolutely. But it's like shocking that it's been almost a year and we've had so many amazing people just like you come on and tell us break into security. So until next time. Absolutely. Okay. Bye-bye. Take care. Bye.